This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. London, England. Look out. We're coming. Soon. September 16th and 17th to King's Place. Tickets on sale now at tcgte.com slash live. And guess what? If you don't live in London, England or travel there, travel there. But also uh, you can buy live stream tickets for the Saturday show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I found out there will be a chat, a chat during the live stream. But we're going to be performing a show. I, I won't be on the chat all the time. Okay. A few times I will leave the stage just to do a quick uh, ASL in the chat. Yeah. Just just to kind of get a feeling of who's in there. You got to get the demographics. TCGT.com slash live September 16th and 17th. Buy your tickets today. It's going to be a lot of fun. And that. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm a little tipsy. Yeah, we've been drinking for, for a no, minute a, or two. I've been a beer and a half, not even. Yeah. I mean, these are these are low alcohol beers. Tim. Yeah. I have, a, I have a very low tolerance, Tom. Yeah. No, I like the, I'm like a big uh, low alcohol beer guy now. Yeah. Because I drink at the same speed no matter what. <laughs> oh, same. There was years ago I decided mm-hmm. like, oh, I was. Um, I'm this is sick. actually apropos of our topic. Continue. <laughs> oh, see, if you call it out, Tom, it ruins now the magic. Gonna Now we're going to have to talk about something like else. Um, years ago, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm drinking too much beer. That's too many calories. Yeah. I'm going to switch to just drinking whiskey straight yeah, at the yeah. bar. And that way, instead of uh, having five beers at the bar, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's how many calories, I'll have one or two whiskeys because that's like <laughs> comparable. Yeah. But no, I'd have five or six whiskeys too. <laughs> right. And you drink them a lot faster yeah. than you would a beer. It's the worst. I get, uh, I feel like less of a hangover with whiskey than I do beer. Um, I don't know if that's just like uh, because it's less liquid. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think so. I don't. I don't drink enough to get hangovers anymore. I mean, yeah, me, me too. Luckily, I haven't had uh, too many recently. But just like thinking about, uh, like sometimes if I drink a lot of beer, I won't have like a headache hangover. But like I'll just kind of feel like I'm sweating it out all day. Oh yeah. Uh, where I, I don't get that as much with whiskey. Yeah, I, my body has gotten wise after forty years to be like. This guy's drinking too much. Just go to sleep. Just shut down. <laughs> Just turn him off. Yeah. It's fine. It works out great. Uh, Tim, I had to make a uh, purchase, a big, not a big purchase, an important purchase or uh, last weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. You had to you'll make never a guess what I bought. Yeah, yeah. It's something as seen on TV. Oh. <gasps> My pillow. You've been you've no. been raving about those pillows and the the. No, hear- no, no. I like his ideas, not oh, necessarily not the pillows. The pillows. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tim, I bought the club. You bought the club. I bought the club for my car. Wow. Why? Uh, because apparently it is a TikTok trend to steal my car. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yours specifically? Uh, Kias and Hyundais from like a certain model year to a certain model year. But like These a TikTok a wide... trends, Tom. Well, here's here's why it became a trend. Apparently, it's like I think it's like nine years of like models for for Hyundai and Kia, which are the, the same company. I think uh, yeah, nine years of models. Uh, that's uh, also uh, <laughs> Billy Joel's marriage history. He's been married longer than that. Uh, he's been married to a lot of models. <laughs> oh, I see. Dating yeah. history. I think he just married the one model. Yeah, but he also dated. But Elle she McPherson. was a big model. Yeah. He dated Elle McPherson. Yeah, I it was. It was the that. two of them. It was her versus 
Christy Brinkley for his heart. That's, and he was the guy that got to choose. In, absolutely insane. Madness. Yeah. Absolute insanity. Especially when you look at him now. Especially if you look at him any time. <laughs> yeah, especially if you look at him then. <laughs> it's not like, oh, no, he was real handsome in his 30s. Um, Sorry, Eric, so there's nine years worth of models yeah. of Kia and Hyundai. And apparently all you have to do is, like, rip the plastic off the steering column. And for so- I still haven't found the actual explanation for this, but apparently underneath there, there is a USB plug. And all you have to do is plug any cable, any USB cable, into that USB plug, and the car will start. What the heck? Yeah. No wonder TikTok's all over this. Yeah, of course. So they have these things uh, on TikTok, Kia Boys, with a Z. Oh, that's cool. And it's just idiots stealing Kias and then, like, having demolition derbies (laughs) with them. (laughs) And then, you know, just ditching them, just taking them for joyrides. Man, we're talking about... uh... TikTok, like uh, conservative parents in the 80s were talking about Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> yeah. and heavy metal music. But, uh, I mean, it seems These very... TikTok trends that need to be stopped. I don't know if it actually is a USB port, because that doesn't even make sense. But apparently, I mean, a USB plug fits in it, so I'm going to say that's a port. Yeah. But I don't know what it's doing in there. But anyway, it's because like these cars cheaped out on there's something called I think maybe a, like a gas pump inhibitor mm-hmm. that like basically if the car is not started properly, gas shouldn't be going to the engine. But you know, Kia and Hyundai were like, oh, we could save five bucks to, by not putting these in. And uh, you know, even if somebody does figure it out, how will they spread word to everybody yeah. else on the planet about it? Um, and I, I'm, Hyundai is uh, presumably trying desperately to figure out how they can like not get sued or get sued for the lowest amount. So their their recommendation right now is like it's fine, but buy a steering wheel lock. That's yeah. what we recommend. The club. So I had to go out and buy a steering wheel lock. What am I going to do? I did look on Amazon and, you know, they have like $20 steering wheel locks. But I was like, look, if I'm going to do it, I got to do it right. Yeah, exactly. You know, the club. That's How much was the club? Um, I went to the auto store, AutoZone it was. Tom, did you go to the AutoZone on... Atlantic Avenue. Yeah, yeah, the the, the hellscape. <laughs> the scariest place I've ever been. Yeah, it's like Mad Max. When you walk there. in there, I walked in, the, 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 the parking lot was like Mad Max. Uh-huh. I walked in, it's empty and silent. Like it was like it was like walking into a soundproof booth. When when I walked into the auto zone, there were like a bunch of people gathered around the door inside. And then somebody opened the door and was like, oh, no, come on in. Uh, who like wasn't wearing a uniform or anything. And uh, I realized he was a security guard and they were in the middle of busting a shoplifter like right in front of the door. But like very low key, the woman was just like the the female employee was like, all right. And those are ours. So we need those back. Like just going through his bag and the guy just being like, all right. And then, <laughs> just, got me. And then just leaving. Um, Tom, I watched, I think, like, a pretty significant drug deal. Not, like, <laughs> a, like, uh, dealer to consumer, but I think, like, distributor, distributor to, to dealer, dealer okay. happened in that parking lot. Yeah. And it was, like, I, I was there to buy windshield wipers, <laughs> and I realized I didn't, like, know the size of the oh, windshield wipers once I got in. A, so I a walked, true gearhead there to buy windshield wipers. <laughs> so I walked back out to the parking lot watched this massive drug deal happen and realized like well i just sat there gawking like a tourist well that's usually what drug dealers and distributors love yeah and then like i walked to my car instead of leaving i'd like looked at this is on my birthday this is on my Uh 40th birthday (laughs) Uh and i look i I spent i went back in and got them and then i got back out there were uh, one of the guys is still so there. That's so sad that nobody got you those for your birthday, and you had to, uh, exactly. it was the only thing you wanted. The only you thing had to go out list. and get it yourself. Then as I was leaving the parking lot, the Imagine. guy tried to pull the 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 gate oh, shut. Yes, yeah, so and I had leave. to like gun it. <laughs> yeah, and I almost like uh, like I the, the, I think he was trying to lock me in the parking lot. Yeah, probably because he was like, oh, this, this guy this knows guy, too much. Yeah, he knows too much. This old man. Yeah, this old man. We're gonna have to kill it's him. Gonna be the worst fortieth birthday ever. <laughs> yeah, gunned down in an auto zone parking lot. Yeah, 
Uh, so you went there to get the club. So I went there to get the club. Uh, I was planning on spending $35. Hmm. But then once I got there, I was like, ah, this one is $8 and it looks nicer. $8? $8 more. Oh, sorry. okay. So $43. <laughs> so yeah, like $43. For I peace spent. of mind. For peace of mind, which you can't put a price tag hmm. on. Um. So yeah. So now I've got a club on my car. You know what? I I paid more money. Maybe it was stupid. I paid more money for like a black one. Okay. Which might be a dumb idea because then it's like not obvious that it's in there. But it's like, but I also don't want it to be obvious. I don't want to look like a dork. You know? Yeah. People who have the club are dorks. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you know what? If if somebody has to smash my windshield before they, you know, realize that I've got this thing, they'll at least think they'll, they'll be smashing, thinking this is a cool guy. This is a cool guy. He's a cool Let's steal his car. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, that's, ah, it uh, turns out he was a dork all along. <laughs> <laughs> Thwarted by a dork yeah, yet well, again. Let's, uh, let's, I don't know, take a shit in his car or something instead. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, how many times? Mm-hmm. This happened to me multiple times, and I want to know if this is unusual or not. <laughs> okay. Have you walked up to your car uh-huh. while it's parked on the streets of Brooklyn or Queens, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> somebody's been peeing on it? <laughs> That's never happened to me. <laughs> That's happened to me. At least three times that I can well, remember. Well, then, then that's something you're doing. You're yeah, in, I don't you're know. You're inviting that behavior. Yeah. Do you have one of those uh, stickers the... of uh, like Calvin pissing on a Ford sign? I and maybe wish. people see that and they get a big laugh and then they're like, oh, no, I got to pee. I respect Bill Waterson too much. <laughs> uh, I'll never do that. No, uh, it, it predates TikTok, so I don't think it's a trend there. <laughs> Piss on an Maybe old it's a MySpace car. trend. Like it happened like the first time uh, in Greenpoint, like mm-hmm. in 2007, and just yeah. like an old man peeing on my car. Uh-huh. And, like I gave him his pride. Like I walked by. I didn't want to be like, "Hey, get out of here!" Yeah, because what are you like, going to do? You gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, half a leak on your car or a full leak on your car, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Once there's more than a second's worth of pissing happening, yeah. you already don't want to deal with it. So you might as well let them finish and not risk getting it on yeah. you. I think there's just a lot more street urination than you realize. Yeah. And yeah, people I like see. to go between cars. It wasn't like they were like peeing all over my car. It's like, you know, like to be discreet on the yeah. street. Yeah. Sometimes I uh like I've looked out the window of my apartment and I'll see like a delivery driver just peeing like, on your car. <laughs> no. Just like peeing peeing in between cars, but still I'm like it, it I remember this happening somewhat recently where I was like, what's this guy doing out there? And like, I kind of thought like, oh, is he like trying to, is he like checking out these cars? Is he going to like try and steal one of these? And then he, you know, just unzips his pants, takes his wiener around. And I was like, oh, yeah. mm, this is a broad daylight. Fun. Get find like a little alley Wait, or bigger like cars a, like or a, something. Like a UPS or FedEx? Yeah, yeah. It was like something Go like that. Go in the back of the truck and pee in a bottle. <laughs> pee in a box. Yeah. Pee in one of the boxes of, you know, uh, something you don't like. Yeah. Find a my pillow shipment back there or something. <laughs> be in that box. Be like, uh, I don't know. It must happen at the factory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't know this uh, This guy, Mike, smells like piss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he he on the pillows all the time. Yeah. yeah. He marks his pillows. It's yeah. his pillow. Yeah. Uh, Tim, this week we're talking about cocktails. <laughs> if we can gently transition from piss to <laughs> cocktails <laughs> if that's at all possible i'd like to do it now I've, i was surprised to learn tom that we have not done this topic in the past no and actually i should point out this came from jeff this topic idea from our jeff. patreon yeah only one name the titular jeff like madonna yeah, yeah. or or i was gonna say like shaquille o'neal <laughs> <laughs> Just Jeff. Jeff suggested cocktails. Maybe we have done cocktails, but if we yeah, did, it was check. a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Or it might not have been that long ago at all. <laughs> I, look, it's Jeff's job to do the, yeah. the due diligence. If you're going to suggest a topic and we've already done it, that's on you. That's 100% A-hole. on you. How are we going to check? Yeah. It's not our job. Uh, Tim, what were your feelings about cocktails? Let's start there. Tom, the mm-hmm. hierarchy. Um, I don't. I, I don't love cocktails okay here's my thing mm-hmm. what uh, about a drug cocktail 
Drug cocktail? Yeah. No, those are dangerous, Tom. I always hear people dying, and they say, "What? How did they die?" I said, "It's a drug a cocktail." Dangerous a drug dangerous drug cocktail. Drug cocktail. <laughs> yeah, but then sometimes you know people have things that uh like they haven't really like uh uh health problems that they like haven't figured out a cure for yet oh, or a and treatment. Then they have a drug. Then cocktail. they give them a drug cocktail because like there isn't one drug for this yet. But we like I know that was the case for like HIV for a yeah, long time. Yeah. It was like you got to take these twenty different pills. I, I believe it's gotten simpler now, right? But, but those were I remember being referred to as like this person's on an experimental drug cocktail. Yeah, but that doesn't seem like pleasant either. Oh no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I think ideally I, I, you weren't you weren't citing that as a <laughs> as a pleasant. Yeah, script. I think ideally uh, you don't want to be on a drug cocktail. Yeah. You so want to be on as few drugs as possible. Here's the thing: um, I get too drunk from liquor mm-hmm. to have more than like one drink and be a reasonable person. Yeah, I've I've seen that a lot. And uh, cocktails, they generally like uh, make liquor even more delicious. Yes, yeah, with like sugar and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then it makes me want to drink more and more <laughs> like, oh, this is great. I want to drink this for the for the taste. Mm-hmm. And then it's 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 bad. Yeah. How do you feel about cocktails? I mean, I I guess I feel similarly cuz I'm thinking about like anytime I've I've like uh had like a cocktail night, like I'm drinking cocktails tonight, just cocktails. Yeah, that's like usually a <laughs> recipe for not feeling very well the next day. Yeah. Uh, I don't need much encouragement to like drink faster or anything like that. And I yeah. feel like that's what a cocktail is. Yeah, I, uh, a lot of times we'll stand around and go chug, 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 <laughs> chug, and you're like, I don't need this. this is, I'm doing it you anyway. You know, you know what I like to do? Actually, I'll take that back. Like, uh, if I'm maybe like at dinner, I'll like getting a cocktail before the meal. Like a cocktail is a first drink because your first drink is the drink you're tasting the most, right? Yeah, I think so. So it's like, oh, the first drink, and the first drink you're probably like drinking a little slower than the other ones because you're you're you've got Man, your you're wits about really, you. More. You're really uh, <laughs> focused on the speed of, of drinking because I you've seen this like no matter what drink I'm drinking, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, I'll just drink it fast. Yeah. I'll drink it like as fast as I can, and like obviously it's a problem with uh, with alcohol to do that. But also, it's like so many times I'll like go to the movies, buy the biggest soda, drink it as fast as possible, and then like five minutes into yeah, the movie, the... I'm like, oh, I'm gonna burst, <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's shh. <laughs> you shouldn't say that. But I'm gonna burst. I gotta piss so bad. <laughs> but you refuse to leave because it's all yeah, the but it's a good part. <laughs> five minutes in, you, you... we're learning how he becomes Batman. <laughs> We're learning about what happened to his parents. I can't go I've now. I've never actually successfully seen uh, how that plays We're out. We're seeing how Spider-Man got his powers. <laughs> um, the thing is, mm. do you agree with me that like most cocktails, like that are sweet, mm-hmm. they all taste the same? Uh, a little bit, yeah. But there, but there are cocktails that don't necessarily taste sweet. Yeah, I know. There Tom, are ones that uh, like are smoky and or or not sweet. Can I tease uh, later Whoa. in the episode, Tom? <laughs> What's this here? Tim's got uh, s- some kind of. Sp- oh God, I thought that had a swastika on it. <laughs> right? <for a> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's, not. <laughs> it's a lion. It's like you know, like yeah. a coat of arms it's, lion. It's just sparkling water. <laughs> it's sparkling it was the only one they had water. at the, the bodega near me. Okay. There we go. Oh this. my goodness! What is this? We got some uh, bourbon whiskey. Tom. Okay. Uh huh. That looks like a nice uh, bottle of whiskey. Yeah. What do we got? Did here? you buy all these on the way here? I bought the sparkling wine. Oh, okay. Because the got. whiskey looks uh, new. Oh, and then limes. We got a couple of limes. Okay. You got one of these things. Oh yeah, a little uh, uh, bartender's measuring shot. Thing. Yeah, measuring shot, a shot and a half shot. And now the see, this is I want to make this cocktail a little later for us to share because I think this is one of my favorites. Uh huh. It's a bourbon uh, whis- uh a bourbon ricky. Oh, a bourbon ricky. And it's very. I knew a bourbon ricky. He's yeah. uh, no longer with he us. Passed. Um, and it's just lime. Sparkling water and bourbon, mm-hmm. but then I found these bitters. I had oh, bitters yeah, at my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. I don't. 
can we talk later about what bitters are? Because I don't okay. understand. I think we should try to drink bitters on their own. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have two nice big glasses of bitters. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll race, see who can finish their glass of bitters well, first. Tom, I think uh, somebody would get <laughs> I know, get, that's, uh, why, I'm, that's why I'm proposing that yeah, we do yeah. this race. Um, uh, well, I'm excited to... to Before this I don't episode, think I've, I don't yeah. think I've had this or even uh, heard about it. I have a bourbon Ricky together, Tom. Yeah, all right. Uh, you know what? What? That's what I'm calling my cocktail of the summer. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's what I'm calling my son. <laughs> Changing his name. Bourbon Ricky. <laughs> this is my baby bourbon Ricky. Can you name a kid like bourbon or You can whiskey? name a kid like anything you want. Yeah. And the uh, hospital, you know, some nurse will just roll their eyes at you and fill out the form and try and get rid of you as quickly as possible, I think. Um, did I ever tell you about this nurse when my baby was born who was like really mean? <laughs> In what way? Like, it's uh, like, what an ugly, stupid baby. No, and he was like uh, a few what hours a, old. What he, an ugly, stupid dad. <laughs> a few, he was a few hours old, and he pooped really big. Uh-huh. And she like got real mad at him. And I was just what? like, shut up, you, you, you what, dumb what, How'd she get mad? She's like, oh, look at this. Yeah. I was like, Guess yeah, what? Uh, That's the first of many, lady. Yeah, and guess what? Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one you're going to have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, and it, I was dealing with it. Yeah. Nah, I wasn't dealing with it well. She had to come <laughs> I was going to say, I can't imagine that first poop. You were like, oh, I'll handle it. I mean, it. it's not like, here's the thing. Changing a diaper is not rocket science. Yeah. But also, like, a baby that's hours old. Yeah. It was like, well, I'm, I can't go near this thing. I'll screw it up. Yeah. Uh, nurse. Nurse. She's so, she so mean. What a mean lady. Wow. I got her fired. Well, oh, well, good for yeah. you. Did you leave a bad uh, Yelp review yeah. for the hospital, yeah, too? Yeah, I only left a 15% tip. <laughs> well, that's probably more than she's used to getting, honestly. Um, Tim, I want to talk about... Uh, actually, before I talk about the, the top 10 cocktails... Ooh, you got one of those lists, too? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about uh, cocktail bars. Okay. What, what do you think of cocktail bars? I feel like a cocktail bar is nice, like... I always want to, like, uh, you know, shit on it, like, ooh, cocktail. But then when I go to one, it's always like, ah, I kind of like this. Yeah, it's uh, a step up from the slop holes <laughs> that we generally uh, it's a, hang out in. It's a step up from the uh, uh, Applebee's bar that we <laughs> normally uh, uh, spend our nights in. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're going to go to a cocktail bar, mm-hmm. a guy like me or a guy yeah. like you, mm-hmm. maybe us together. Mm-hmm. Our significant others, um, we're like cosplaying as adults in that situation, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. we don't belong there, and yeah. we know we don't belong there. And also, it's like, all right, I'm gonna pay twenty three dollars for one drink. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're here for one drink, and then we're and in. we'll split it exactly uh, three straws, please. <laughs> all right, next question then: Have you ever been to a cocktail party? think so well i've been to a cocktail hour before a wedding yeah yeah that's part of a, what I is a I've, cocktail party tom is that see, just a party that grown-ups are at because like i've been at those yeah i mean i was gonna i feel like a i feel like me and you have been to cocktail parties that have been tied to an event of some kind but like uh i don't think we know people that throw like cocktail parties and I, I would say the difference is a cocktail party there. It doesn't have to be a hired bartender. It could be the, the person throwing the party. But there's kind of like somebody constantly. Somebody stop me. Somebody making drinks the whole night. Oh. Making cocktails. And, oh. and of course, having all the accoutrements necessary. Yeah, no, I don't think so then, no. Yeah, that sounds like it would be nice though, right? Yeah, should we have party? one of those? Should uh, you and I host one? Yeah, we should maybe host a cocktail party. Yeah. Uh, we can get uh, cocktail dresses, Ooh, cocktail a napkins. slinky little number. <laughs> Some slinky little numbers. Uh, a couple of little black dresses for us. Uh, and throw a nice cocktail party. Yeah. What do, what do men wear at cocktail parties? <laughs> they wear tuxedos, I think. No. Yeah. I think it's like a... 
a suit, but without a tie, with an open collar. Yeah, maybe like a loosened tie. Like, yeah. oh boy, the stock market was something today. Oh, not a loosened tie. You don't want to be like a <laughs> Tom. No, but then you, but you do that. You walk in with the loosened tie. You go, oh boy, the stock market was something today. Nah, that's a guy and that then, jumps out the no, window. <laughs> listen, but then you go, but now I'm going to get into this cocktail party. I'm going to remove my tie uh, and get into cocktail party mode. Yeah, and or then I'm guess what? Keep, in, at getting... the end of this cocktail party, this tie is going to be tied around my head. Right, and that lamp? Yeah, that lamp I hope it's not uh, attached to that uh, <laughs> lamp shade because that's going to end up on my head. Or I'm going to keep the tie on and jump out the window because, oh boy, this day on the <laughs> stock market was oh, really something. Oh, I need a bourbon meat and uh, that window open, please. Um. All right. Have you ever been to a cocktail party? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe like after a funeral. (laughs) Well, that's like not really. Again, I would argue that that's tied to an event. Right. I'm saying I've never had like somebody I know be like, "Hey, we're having a cocktail party." Yeah, but like it's the same thing as like, "Have you ever been to a singles bar?" And it's like, were there ever singles bars, or is that just like what they called it in the '80s, where like a bar where you know married people didn't go. <laughs> I think it was. Like, more I don't like, go to bars anymore. I think in the eighties, what was called a singles bar was like we've made our bar nice enough that a woman would want to come into <laughs> right. it. Because <laughs> it was singles bars. Because yeah, I don't think there were couples bars. I think it was men's bars and yeah. singles bars, uh, and never the twain shall meet. I used to get so jealous of ladies on ladies' night. <laughs> really? Yeah, they get discounts. I mean, sure, I got jealous of them at the car wash when it was <laughs> ladies' night, and they they would get a, a discount on Tuesdays or whatever. Uh, but then, like, when you think about it, like it's like, ladies, ladies, stay away from ladies' night. That's like, you have to be lured into a place <laughs> where it's like, yeah. normally ladies don't want to come in here, so we're going to give you a real good deal to get in here. Bait is half off tonight, <laughs> yeah. and ladies, come on in. Yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like I haven't. I, I don't see the ladies' nights much anymore. I don't no. know if it's just because we're in Brooklyn and uh, you know because everybody's sex positive now. Tom. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, this, hey, uh, good job, feminists. Now you've gotten rid of ladies' nights. That <laughs> you're gonna have to pay full price for your drinks. Yeah, I hope. And you're who's happy. gonna hold the door for you now? Yeah, you're not me. To... I don't have to anymore. Yeah, I don't have to. And I was and... only doing it because I had to. <laughs> And now you're, I was thinking about, I think I talked about it in the podcast, this one time this guy held a door for me and I like didn't say thank you loud enough and he like yelled at me. I I hate it when people don't acknowledge me when I hold the door for oh, them. Oh, I 100% I don't need agree. a full-throated thank you, sir, but I do need like look acknowledge that i that That's i what, exist i think i like nodded to him and said thanks but he didn't hear it oh yeah and like but there was a woman that walked in right before me and she didn't say thank you at all and i was just kind of like why are you yelling at me yell yeah. at her yell at her she's the weaker one <laughs> yeah don't yell at me. i might I'm fight a, back i'm a man i might i might uh yeah i might wrestle you to the ground yeah. or something bite your ear but i was like oh, i sorry i I said thank you. No, you didn't. I'm like, okay, well, thank you. Yeah. And now we're both like going to the same place, and this is very <laughs> awkward. You and didn't weird. have to. He wasn't interviewing you for a job, as it turned out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we were both. It was a singles bar, and we were both <laughs> heading into ladies' night. <laughs> This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Tim, you've just uh, prepared some worthy uh, uh, Jimmy Gins or something. Jimmy Jim's bourbon Rickies. Bourbon Rickies. Oh, let me uh, taste. Take a taste here. It's my. Oh, Tom, you didn't even sip it. Tom, it's a very simple. It tastes like motor oil. I chose it because anybody can make it at home. Okay. Uh, it's uh one and a half ounces of bourbon. I put a little bit more in in ours. Oh, great! That's what we need. Half a lime, freshly squeezed. Uh, But I did watch you cut it in half and freshly squeeze it. Yeah. I didn't wash my hands. Um, sparkling water to top. So you just well, fill you, up. <laughs> Tim, I hope you weren't working on your car today, swapping out <laughs> the wiper blades or something like that. No. Uh, fill a highball glass with ice, squeeze mm-hmm. the lime half into the glass, and drop it in. Drop it into the glass. Wow. Um, add the bourbon and fill with sparkling water. Stir briefly to combine. I didn't do that part. Yeah, that's um, fine. Nature's, that nature does the stirring. So, Tom, tell me this isn't a great summery cocktail. Mm. Ooh, that is nice. Ooh, it's yeah. a little bourbon forward, huh? A little, a little bourbony, but uh, that's fine because you can drink some of it and then put more uh, sparkling uh, that Nazi water that you brought here. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Uh, Gerolsteiner? Yeah. Yeah. God knows what that means. Don't put it <laughs> yeah. into Google Translate. Yeah. Uh, Tim, I buried the lead here a little bit. I forgot to mention. Uh, I'm a little bit of a ringer for this episode because I graduated from bartending school. Now, Tom, uh-huh. have you ever worked as a bartender even for a day in your life? No, no. Okay. Despite, uh, I'm like one of those, like, you know, sometimes like politicians have law degrees, but they yeah. weren't like a practicing lawyer. Yeah. It's like that for me and, and bartending. You just school. did it for the prestige? Um, no, I did it because, uh, after going to college for four years, I was like, well, now what am I going to do? Oh, I know I can get a job as a bartender. And turns out you couldn't without, no. uh, going to more school. Uh, yeah, exactly. I had to go back to school. I checked the school still exists. How much did it cost? You did this what in 2005, I want to say 2004, maybe. No, I think it was like 2003. I think okay. it was like right after college. Um, it costs, I believe, so I looked it up, now it's $600. Okay. I believe it was like around $400 when I okay. did it. And also, mind you, I, I was out of school, did not have a job, did not have money to be doing uh, anything. Oh, yeah. But and, I was uh, like, Nobody well, they, was but forgiving your student debt yeah, at the time. Yeah, exactly. I was like- And that's why you're so mad right now, <laughs> from what I understand? Exactly. How come I want uh, Joe Biden? I want my four hundred dollars for bartending <laughs> yeah. school back. That's the least you could do. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, God, who knows? Probably uh, Hunter Biden was behind the whole thing. Probably by running that school. Somebody's got to look into that laptop. I think there's uh, <laughs> evidence. Yeah, there might there might be my uh, e receipt from when I signed up for that. Drinking during these things. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I went uh, in New York City in Manhattan, uh, where the drink the Manhattan was invented. Yeah, Dude, and, the big city, Tom. Yeah. Were you blinded by the lights of the big city and uh, humbled by the tall buildings? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, 
usually when I came into class in the morning, I was shaking from fear from all the tall buildings and the hustle and bustle <laughs> and the rat race. Um, Those rats racing around. But it was it's a gross. It was a uh, eight hour day, full week thing. And, and now you got your money's worth. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like you it did wasn't... it with uh, with a friend, Chris. Yeah, right? with, okay. with uh, a friend of the show, Chris, uh, who also never worked as a bartender. I might yeah. add. Um, and uh, yeah, so like I can't be mad at them because it you know it works out to what is that like uh, eighty dollars a day or whatever, ninety dollars yeah. a day. <clears throat> so it's like uh, like not bad for like a whole kept day. Kept off the course. streets. Kept me off the streets. Um, but it was just like a class. I don't understand in retrospect who this could have really been for because it like kind of trains you to work. You know what? I could see this being a good class for if like maybe you were like a dive bar bartender, Mm -hmm. but now you want to like work at a cocktail bar or something you right. would like good because all you what learn... about if you were just like not a dive bar bartender just a guy out of college like you uh because all i really learned was like how to make a bunch of different drinks yeah that's... but i didn't learn like really how to work in a bar a little bit i mean i don't think there's like really well, like how to like work the register and stuff yeah i mean i was yeah. gonna say there's really not much to it uh, and a bartender will come in here and slap that freaking well, I don't uh, think there's Ricky much, right out of your There's hand. not much to like explain, but you can only learn it by doing it. Right. Uh, and but we you need a base of knowledge, right? Like yeah. any job in the world, mm-hmm. um, you can only really learn by doing it. But right. like education is supposed to like provide a base of knowledge for you to go in. and Yeah. Right? Tom? But I think ultimately like it would have been... I would have learned way more and uh, been been further along in my career if I had like bar backed for a week. Yeah, if you just like what you should have done mm-hmm. was like our friend Billy, mm-hmm. who bartended at a bar that we went to like pretty much every night. If you <laughs> yeah. were like, "Hey Billy, can I bar back here?" Yeah, he was said, that- "Yeah." And then uh, within two weeks, you would have been a head bartender there. Because <laughs> it was just taking, uh, it was just pouring whiskey and getting beer from the tap. Yeah. And it, and it was, uh, but I mean, that was like, Tim, by the by the time uh, uh, Billy did that, I, uh, I had given up on the dream of becoming a bartender. Yeah. Uh, I interviewed for one bartending job at the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I mean, Tom, that's the Big time. I know. That can't be the first time fresh out of bartending school. You're in Myrtle Beach at the freaking <laughs> House of Blues. Yeah. They would have eaten you alive. And I got an interview. and uh, Girls going wild left and right. <laughs> I made a fake resume. And like, <laughs> why, did, now why didn't you just make a real resume? Because they would have hired me if I didn't have any experience. Right, okay. Um, but I can't remember exactly what I said. But oh, now, did Jim Belushi himself interview you? No, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. That's what I was ready for. But he he didn't show he up. Had a whole bunch of. Oh, I'll talk to him about according to Jim, <laughs> Curly <laughs> Sue. That, that hadn't come out yet. Uh, Curly Sue had come out. Uh, yeah. Um, but it was so embarrassing because like. You know, like get in. They like because <laughs> you made an entire <laughs> fake resume. Yeah, because I made a fake resume, and I, uh, I, you know, uh, they like showed me around and everything, and then they were like, "Would you put on the resume just like bars that don't exist?" Yeah, I made up bars and then just put them on the resume and hope that they wouldn't check. Did you put um, phone numbers? You know what? I think I put a phone number. I think I gave our friend Chris's phone number uh, and, and said, like, if you get, like, a, you know, a call from this area code, you yeah, know, just yeah. say, oh, yeah, 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 the best bartender I've ever met. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, literally. Chris would have screwed that up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he just wouldn't have answered. Yeah, but, like, true. literally, they, like, show me around the whole place. The whole place is really cool. And then they sit down. They're like, "All right, so on your uh, resume here, it says you worked at a place called, uh, I think it was Club Vertigo." <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse. Club Vertigo. And they're like, "How many hour? How many drinks would you say you served an hour there?" 
<laughs> and I thought and went, they probably like around 600 drinks. <laughs> and and the, person, the person stood up and said, well, thank you very much for coming in. <laughs> Shook hands with me and ended the interview after one question because I... <laughs> <laughs> 10 drinks a minute yeah because i was sure because i'm like El club vertigo is a very very popular i think bar, i yeah. said it was very popular but it was like literally <laughs> literally a, a great question for like hey anyone that's worked even one night in a bar would be able to tell you a rough Tom. idea but I was you thinking. You thought about it even, and you thought ten drinks a minute was I think reasonable. I, said, I think I said six hundred a night, maybe. Okay, all right. Um, but uh, whatever. Oh, did he say? Okay, okay. Whatever he said, whatever I said, it was obviously not yeah. a correct answer in any way. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and I'm Love sure. Vertigo. Uh, so yeah, so that. But here was the thing. The guy was like, um, I think maybe I met with that person and then he, you know, that was like the bar manager and he just immediately entered the interview and like gave me back to the like HR person. And then the HR person was like, you know, it says on your resume here, like you worked at a TV studio in college and, and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, so you know about like lighting and sound? I was like, yeah, like a little bit. Like, you know, I, uh, you know, it's not exactly the same. She's like, oh, well, let, let, let me introduce you, you know, the person that runs production here. Like a way better job that I was right. way more suited for that, uh, that you know. I uh, disqualified you from that. Uh, I think then that person talked to the, uh, you know, the other manager and the other manager was like, oh, that kid's a liar. Yeah, everything he says is yeah, a lie. Don't, don't hire him for TV anything. Studio, yeah. Um, yeah, which sucked because like that was a job that I would have really liked and like definitely, definitely had enough knowledge that I could have like gotten in the door and then learned on the job. How different would your life be? <laughs> If if I was uh, in year twenty of working at the uh, the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach, yeah. just like the guy that's like, "Yep, everybody comes through. I do yeah. a, a great job. I got the I got the right rig. Don't tell me how to do it. Yeah. I, I got it. I got the lights. Done. I got the. You just tell me what color gels you want. I'll throw them in there. You tell me when you want you want the spot for like you know the the acoustic song in the middle of the set. We'll do that for you. No problem. I would have somehow gotten a weird yeah. <laughs> I would have gotten a Brooklyn Tom, accent not living in Brooklyn. You would be thriving right mm-hmm. now. Uh, Tim, a, I'd, a probably deep be, tan. I'd probably be doing this podcast with Jim Belushi instead of you. <laughs> no, that's your dream, the two of you on harmonicas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tim, how many episodes have I asked you, can we please end this episode with a, har- a harmonica, harmonica just yeah. like a harmonica duet? Yeah. And you're always like, no. But I bet Jim would, probably from episode one, he'd insist on he'd it. He'd be like, let's start it off and make the whole episode the harmonicas. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that was my experience with uh, with uh, being a bartender and, and making cocktails. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Tom. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> a few follow-ups. Did they try to teach you uh, flair at this uh, cocktail? Like this a little bit, but not really. Okay. Like the bartender, the guy who taught was like very good and had been a bartender for a long time and was like a really cool guy. Like he was the epitome of like. Was it Sam Malone? Uh, no, but he wasn't too far uh, from the family tree, I would say. Okay. But it was like that kind of guy of like, oh, I could see why this guy's a good bartender, why you would like. Did you tell his problems to him? And, uh, yeah, and tell your problems? The first class I told him all my problems. <laughs> it's like, now nah, I'm $400 in the hole. <laughs> Um, was there place like I think a lot of these bartending mm-hmm. schools it's like and we'll place you at like a bar when this is all over yeah there was but you were like no nah, I'm gonna hightail it to Myrtle Beach thanks <laughs> I'll just pay the Manhattan prices for the class <laughs> yeah. but then I'll go to a way cheaper state I think um I think there was supposed to be like on the last day we were supposed to like guest bartend at some place yeah but go. like something happened and and we didn't and I remember actually being like a little pissed because they were kind of like, oh, yeah, normally we do this. But like, uh, 
you know, the bar is being renovated, so we're not. And I was kind of like, oh, that seems like a big part of it. Like getting at least a little bit comfortable bartending for, you know, even an hour. Yeah. You're going to be way more comfortable uh, lying about being a bartender. So you set your sights very high Mm -hmm. and then were humiliated. So like you just like. Licked your wounds, went on, and you're like, I got to find a whole new career path. Well, basically, I think at the time, I just like really didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I had a useless college degree. So I was like, all right, well, like I need to make money, though. So like this might be like a quick way to make some quick money. Uh, And like I like going to bars. So this will be the same thing. Uh, yeah, the perk of being a bartender is you can get ripped while you're working. <laughs> uh, that was one of, one of the good tips that he gave when he uh, he said, like, if you're interviewing for a job at a bar, a lot of times they'll offer you a drink and always refuse it. Uh, That's like a test to see if you have a drinking problem, basically, yeah. uh, which is, a, you know, makes total sense. Like, oh, yeah, it's a great way to tell. If somebody's like, God, I'd kill for a fucking drink. <laughs> And you probably don't want that person, uh, and it's like ten in the morning. You probably don't want to hire that person. Yeah. I, I would picture say without you could, that you advice. Could get, you could say like a, a club soda or something, of course. Yes. You know, but don't don't order an alcoholic drink. Um, if you did not have that advice, what are the odds that at the <laughs> or at the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach you'd be like, well, I'm going to go in there, drink for a few hours, show them how <laughs> cool I am, show them that like I'm familiar with. Uh, with he the didn't house ask of blues. me for a drink. No, like before, offer. like just like. And I did sit. I said, "Aren't you going to offer me a drink?" There's yeah. an interview, isn't it? <laughs> At Club I Vertigo, we are... always give drinks to the bartenders interviewing for a job. Club Vertigo. <laughs> Tim, let's talk about uh, some of the the top uh, uh, drinks. <laughs> <laughs> the top cocktails. <laughs> well, that was the coolest name you could come up with. That doesn't sound cool. I it sounds it dangerous, yeah, right? It does. Yeah. All right. Tim, uh, the number one cocktail, according to liquor.com, uh, and that's L I Q O U R.com, not L I C K H E R.com. You spelled liquor wrong. It was L I Q U O R. Oh, that, wait a minute. Then, then that's not where I, I think was. this bourbon Ricky is uh, really, really getting to you. The number one drink they say uh, is a bourbon old fashioned. Yeah, and I like an old fashioned. Yeah, that that I would say is probably the most common drink that I'll order at a bar. Yeah, it's one of the names that I can remember. It, um, yeah, it's not too complicated. I'm an old fashioned man. Yeah, uh, an old-fashioned old fashioned opinions is uh, two ounces of bourbon or rye whiskey. Uh, this is a teaspoon of water. I haven't really seen that. Three dashes of bitters and one teaspoon of sugar or like a sugar cube and an orange twist. Yeah, that's the thing. The, a lot of these have like sugar or like simple syrup. Yeah. Or you had to like muddle the sugar with something. I was I was going to make us old-fashioned, Tom. Uh-huh. That was my plan coming over here. But... uh I didn't want to muddle anything. Yeah. Too much muddling. Tim, the last thing we need is this podcast getting muddled. Huh. Uh, the second one, which I think is also the the second for me as far as uh, ordering it, a Manhattan. I don't know. I must have had a Manhattan at some point, right? Yeah, it's similar. Only and- because uh, that's what Bart was really good at making <laughs> on that episode of The Simpsons for the Mafia. Yeah. Uh, very similar. It's two ounces of rye whiskey, an ounce of sweet vermouth, and two dashes of bitter, uh, brandy, uh, garnished with a brandied cherry or lemon twist if preferred. But it's in a, like a martini glass. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. I don't Uh, like martini glass. The whole thing of like, oh, this drink goes in this shape of glass and this, and like, I understand that they're like, oh yeah, no, because the way that like. The glass, like for this drink, well, but it needs to. Here's my thing, Tim. Living in New York City, if I'm paying twenty five dollars, you want? <laughs> yeah, I want it in the right story. glass. Yeah, but also the right glass. Like, come on, they're drinks. It's I, liquid. I'm the money, I want it. it We're just I want trying it done to kill right. our feelings. <laughs> if I'm making it at home, yeah, I'll put. I'll. 
mix it up in an old Poland spring bottle or whatever and be happy. But but if I'm Do you paying... ever get that mixed up with your piss bottle? <laughs> oh, more than once. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, a lot of times my piss is about the color of a Manhattan, so it gets very confusing. Jeez, Tom, you should see. Uh, number three, and this is where things go off the rails on Liquor.com, a porn star martini. Yeah, this is uh, Liquor.com. What are you doing? This is yeah. what, the number three on, cocktail I thought this of was a time. family website. I, <laughs> I browse Liquor.com with my, <laughs> with my infant son every day. Mm-hmm. Showing him the pictures of the... Uh, and now I have to explain what a porn star martini is to him. Um, basically, it just sounds like a martini with like, I don't know, some like... Uh, Passion fruit, yeah, vanilla. Pa- vanilla, yeah, sparkling wine, just kind of fu- fruit puree. Yeah, just kind of like uh, a more like fruity vanilla-y martini is what yeah. it sounds like. The two questions. Do you say vanilla? Yeah. It's vanilla. Vanilla? Vanilla. Yeah. You're thinking of vanilla envelopes. <laughs> um, number two, uh, wouldn't just like martini be the, the correct number three here? Yeah, because that's, uh, like, yeah. This says like uh, it has passion fruit flavors in it. Like, come on, liquor.com. Nobody yeah. even really knows what passion fruit is. Yeah. Uh, access to it. Although is that I, an actual I'd fruit? like to go into a uh, like a bar and be like, I'd like a porn star old fashioned, <laughs> and see and see what mm, I get. Yeah, that was the other thing. I, that's the other thing I don't like about cocktails, where it's like sex on the beach or like yeah. a, a stinking butthole. Please, <laughs> I don't think that's one of them. Um, sex on the beach isn't bad, but there are other ones where it's like. Uh, can I have a fuck me in the mouth? Yeah, <laughs> like no, you yeah. have to like say something embarrassing to, to somebody, and then they're then uh, you know what? I'm always afraid that they're gonna uh, be like, Myrtle Oh, if you want that, yeah, but they're probably like, eh. Yeah, well, I mean, there's the people that giggle, there's like, Look, this is the bane of every uh, Myrtle Beach bartender, female, no, bartend. this is the bane of Myrtle Beach, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Bane, you're like, oh no, he's uh, oh. he's put uh, uh, explosives under the, the the house of blues. The house of blues will be the house of death if I if my needs are not met. My, the, the bane of Myrtle City rhymes everything. <laughs> That's nice. Um, no, but the bane of Myrtle of female Myrtle Beach bartenders are mm. uh, guys that like order those drinks just. To say dirty yeah, stuff to yeah. a lady and be like, oop, technically I, I t- can say that. Right. Um, I, I didn't get to that part of the interview where they asked how I felt about those things, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, espresso martini. Have you ever had an espresso martini? Uh, I've probably at least had like a sip of one. I did in Sweden. Oh, okay. Well, when in Sweden, I'm not sure if it was just the people I was with, or mm. uh, if like Sweden that summer was overtaken by espresso martini fever. Yeah, but everywhere I went. Uh-huh. Espresso martinis for the table, please. Yeah, I feel like a few years ago that had like a big comeback. Yeah. Uh, to me, I don't like the the mixture of uh, caffeine and alcohol. It's like a speedball. Yeah. It's like a drug cocktail. Tom. It is like a drug cocktail. I mean, that's the point of it. Same thing with like a uh, like Red Bull vodka. Yeah, I don't Upper like any and of downer, that stuff. please. Yeah. Uh, Confuse my body. I'll as tell much you who else doesn't like it. Tim, your doctor. Yeah. They would say, You know my doctors? You know when? (laughs) Yeah, I know when, Tim. We went to. Uh, He never told me his last name. We went to the same bartending school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then we get to. I'm not. eh, Maybe we'll get through all these. Uh, Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Which is just. Just mix everything. Yeah. Everything you got. A a lovely namesake for um, our Home. home. Uh, vodka, white rum, silver tequila, gin, triple sec, simple syrup, lemon juice, cola, and uh, uh, you must like this because it's got soda in it. Um, I mean, I'll just get like a uh, a soda with you know rum and coke. Yeah, like a rum and coke or like a Jack and Coke. Uh, I'll do sometimes. Or is that a coke. cocktail? 
Is any kind of mixed drink a cocktail? I think so. I mean, like if we're calling, no, I think you this, call that a mixed this, drink, not a cocktail. But so, is this bourbon Ricky a cocktail? Yeah, I would say because it's got like a garnish. It's it. I mean, maybe if eh, who knows? <laughs> it's impossible to tell. This is the freaking cocktails episode, yeah. Tom. I mean, sure, Tim. You know what? I went to bartending school. I'm saying there's a cocktail, so it's official. Right, right. I graduated there. They gave us they gave us a diploma. Do we you could have print your out. diploma? No, I never printed it out. I think. Uh, look in your Gmail. No, Did I you think, have Gmail. At I the think time? they printed them out for us, and like the uh, like printer ran out of red ink or something, so that like the colors were all weird. But uh, you should get a you should get a uh, refund from Hunter Biden on this. <laughs> I mean, I framed it and I had that under my arm as I walked into that uh, job interview. Yeah, did you, did you have a Photoshop picture of Club Vertigo? It was like a uh, it was just, uh, <laughs> it was just <laughs> my face on a bartender in the back. Somewhere. Yeah, it was a. Uh, <laughs> Photoshop of the Viper Room, which is Club <laughs> Vertigo. Uh, See, I think that's what I thought. I was like, it sounds kind of like the Viper Room, yeah. Club Vertigo. Yeah. V's dangerous. V's Vipers are dangerous. Vertigo's dangerous. Yeah. Um. Uh, although, like, uh, Vipers are sexy, and Vertigo isn't sexy. Uh. M- the next one, Margarita. I like a Margarita. Yeah. Do you prefer them frozen or none? Um, I think I prefer them on the rocks, but I won't say no to a frozen one. Yeah, I think it deter- it depends on the outside temp. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You don't want a frozen drink if it's uh, not that cold out. Yeah. But, like, but if yeah, it's I... hot as heck, pff, freeze it up and blend it, please. Uh, but yeah, a good margarita is nice. I think I don't think of margaritas as a uh, cocktail just because I think of it as like often being pre-made already. Right. But I, I make all my margaritas from scratch. Really? What's I've never made a margarita. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, next one, dirty martini. There's a lot of martinis on this list. Yeah. That's what, uh, uh, you know what? I don't like this. I'm not a, I'm not an olive man, Tom. Yeah, I remember them teaching us that there's like a dirty martini, a filthy martini, and then like a disgusting martini or something like that. And it was uh, basically how much uh, olive brine was in there. Yeah. yeah. James Bond, he stinks. Uh, He's not a real man. What? Yeah. All right, number eight. <laughs> number eight, uh, a white Russian. Yeah, the dude drinks. Yeah, I feel. Uh, hey, the dude abides, right? Uh, again, I think this is kind of a hey, weird. Hey, man, don't piss on my rug, man. Is that the quote? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, two ounces of vodka, one ounce Kahlua, one splash of heavy cream. Again, I think kind of like a weird one to be on this list because. Uh, it's something you gotta have like a taste for. It's kind of a weird, you know. It's like a milk-based drink. Yeah, but um, Tom, the dude. Yeah. Have you ever uh, heard of the dude? It's from the film The Big Lebowski. It's from the film The Dude. Uh, uh, nine. It's from ne- the t- television show Al Bundy. <laughs> nine. A Negroni. Have you ever had one of those? I I uh, I drank uh, some Negronis at. Um, the last wedding uh, oh, the okay. two of us went to. Um, one ounce gin, one ounce Campari, one ounce sweet vermouth. Uh, again, like a nice kind of simple drink. It looks nice. I always like the color of it. Red. Yeah. I like a red drink. Yeah. And then number 10 on the list, again, for for being a family website, a drink called the Adios Motherfucker. Yeah, I think they just were having a little fun on this list. Yeah, I don't think I even wrote down what it was. Oh, it was basically a Long Island iced tea, but with like Sprite. Yeah. I think instead of uh, cola. Oh, yeah. Uh, Long Island iced tea calls for triple second cola. This cocktail requires a slug of blue curacao and a topper of Sprite or 7-Up. So it just it's blue. Yeah, which, cool. which is neat, you know, like a Long Island iced tea. It looks like iced tea, which is brown. Yeah. And it's brown just because, like, you mix so much shit together. And there's soda in it, Tom. And you love soda. soda. Yeah, I do love soda. Don't get me wrong. Tom, why are you all of a sudden acting like you're too good for soda? Tim, do you remember our health teacher in high school 
telling us that he didn't he never drank because he had a mind eraser when he was in college and it like messed him up for life. Yeah, this is the same guy that said, I know uh, y'all think marijuana is God's herb. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody calls it God's herb. Oh, God put it here. It's God's herb. And that's what you guys call it. That's what everybody says about it. Yeah, he was a weird guy. Yeah, he was a weird guy. Um, and He uh, got fired for unknown reasons. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't. Uh, we haven't said his name, and I don't want to get into any <laughs> legally dubious territory, but I think you might have got in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Um, but uh, he... he had a, that mind eraser that he had in college really... Uh, <laughs> fucked him up for life. Yeah. But he was like, he was a young guy. I mean, looking back, he was mid 20s, late 20s when Probably. he was a teacher. Stocky. Yeah. And like, he was a coach and like, you know, uh, hung out with the jocks and everything. And I don't understand where he had this like weird idea about uh, weed <laughs> being God's herb. <laughs> well, he heard everybody calling it that and he was accurate. Um, and then also. I looked up what a mind eraser is. Do you know what's in it? Like vodka and like apple juice or something? It is two ounces vodka, two ounces coffee liqueur, and a club and club soda chilled to the top. And it's like, that's what <laughs> messed you up so bad and what turned you off alcohol forever because you had a mind eraser. But he the the drink he explained was not this. Because he said, again... He got hazed at some point. He got hoodwinked. Well, again, it didn't make sense. He described it as a drink that was like... Basically, what he described was a Long Island iced tea. But he said that the drinks all separated into levels. And you would drink it with a straw. So you would drink the bottom one first. And I just remember thinking like... That's not how liquids this doesn't work. make. I mean, yeah, like the viscosity, but like the different, like viscosity of like each liquor isn't going to be enough to make it separate out. Exactly, like that. and also, and and you drank it from the bottom. Like, why? What what would that have to do with anything? It was like you had to drink the whole thing in one go. Why would you have to drink it through a straw from the bottom? Why would everything have to separate? It was just a, a tall tale. Yeah. Yeah. This guy lied to us. He did. And he wanted to be. Maybe that's why the... he eventually got fired from school. They yeah. found out he lied about having a mind eraser. He showed up wearing like a white snake jean jacket one time or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was part of a story about why he doesn't do drugs anymore or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also remember he was the only <laughs> he was the only teacher that fell for when somebody told him he had a dick for on his shirt yeah uh, and yeah, then he so. asked a, a girl in my grade uh what a what's a dick for and she punched him in the face <laughs> it was a teacher <laughs> well if a teacher comes up to you and, and you're what's a teenage a dick girl for? Yeah, you can punch him in the face. Uh, and uh, he was the baseball coach. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> one time after practice, me and uh, Nick were leaving baseball practice. And mm -hmm. he came out. He was walking to his car. He was going to um, the Rangers game. Uh -huh. And he had his face all painted uh, <sighs> Rangers colors. And he saw us. He said, don't tell anybody. <laughs> If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. Hey, come to our live show or watch the live stream. tcgte.com slash live. Make us go to London to play uh, to a non-packed house. There you go. The pleading. That's what always. Tell them what it, the show. Weren't you paying attention when I read how to win friends and influence people? G you had to tell them what's in it for them, Tim. Okay, ready? We're going to put on a Cracker Jack show. A hell of a show. Tom, there won't be that much cursing in the show. <laughs> but there 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 will be one uh, mention of the word hell. I'll make Ooh, yeah. And I'll uh, I'll make everyone <laughs> we, we a We won't tell you which night you'll have to buy tickets for both. <laughs> I'll make everybody a bourbon ricky. Well, don't promise people things like that. Why? I don't think you're allowed to do that at like a venue just start well, serving let drinks. Let them find out once they've shown up. 
That's true. Uh, was, guess what? I'm on a plane back to the United States. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be at the box office arguing. Uh, the guy told me he'd make me a drink. Nah, I'm going to be running to the embassy to get out to, <laughs> I'm to on US American soil. soil. Yeah. You can't do anything to me. Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. This week, we, we're starting a new book, Heat 2. Yeah. The sequel to the movie Heat in a book form. Yeah. What a weird world we live in, huh? Yeah, who would have thought they'd make a book that's a sequel to a movie? Uh, but it's pretty good so far, and we're both reading it this time. Yeah, so it's like it a real book club. Yeah, I real suggest book club. you read it too. Hey, join our book club, Patreon.com/slash/CompleteGuide. Uh, follow us on social media. I'm at Tom Reynolds on Twitter and Instagram. I thought you said I'm Matt Tom Reynolds. <laughs> I'm Matt Tom Reynolds. Uh, Matt, you're Pelton. Uh, Tim. Any... I said your pal Tim. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any parting thoughts about cocktails? Has has your mind been changed? My in, mind in... has been erased. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. He also claimed that like it literally erased all of his memories. <laughs> <laughs> like the way he described it was like he woke up with like the kind of amnesia people have in movies where like they don't know who they are and yeah. how they got where they are or anything I mean, like if that. that did happen to them to him he was right to not drink ever again yeah i think that was kind of the takeaway everybody in the class had of like all right if you couldn't handle the first drink you had then yeah. it sounds like you did a good thing but nobody believed him either yeah. Because, like, I don't see a guy painting his face going to a Rangers game like, no, I don't drink beer. Yeah. Come on. And that's what everybody was like, you know, you don't have to say you don't drink. Hey, nobody looks up to you. <laughs> and, uh, he was a nice guy. And, I feel bad. He, he's a nice guy. But nobody looked up to him. Because he was so short. Huh? <laughs> but also, it's like, you know, it's Fine, we understand. I think that's what got us mad. It was like, we understand you're an adult. You are allowed to drink. Right. Like saying, you, like when you're teaching us about the but dangers you know of what? alcohol. There is something Nobody's going, oh, an you adult drink. Being like, hey, not every adult drinks. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that wasn't why I was drinking in high school, because I was like, all adults drink. Yeah. I I'm going to have a beer but at there this is, party. There is kind of this pervasive like thought that, like, uh, yeah, like you're weird. Like, it's, it's a weird thing if you don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.